Wait, are we recording? Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Happy 2023. (laughs) Welcome to the Improve Your English, Improve Your Life podcast. I'm Jackie. Maybe you know me as Ask Jackie. And in each episode, my amazing co-host, Foster, from Inglés Nui Cru in Carioca Connection, joins me as we share personal stories and life lessons so that you'll not only improve your English, but you'll also, hopefully, improve your life. If you want to get the full experience, be sure to check out our website, improveyourenglishimproveyourlife.com, for the transcripts, highlights, and homework assignments that go along with each episode. Now let's get started. Hey guys, we are back with season two, and this is our possibly first, we'll see where it ends up in the lineup, but this is the first episode that we are recording for season two of Improve Your English, Improve Your Life, and we're excited to be back and have lots of fun topics. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, Foster. This is This is fun. I'm glad we're back for more. I'm happy to be here. I feel like I need more of this in my life. Me too. Which we will probably talk about at some point. Exactly. Yes. And that's actually the perfect like setup for what we're talking about. What do we need more of in our lives? (laughs) (laughs) That's an excellent question. So just to give a bit of context, Jackie, you sent me a list of topics that were all fascinating, but one of the topics was you recently took a trip to Costa Rica, like a retreat style trip that I'm just really interested to hear about. So can we talk about that? (laughs) Of course. And, and I think it, it's, very much so related to what do you want more of in your life? And my involvement in this group of people and going to Costa Rica was a direct response to that question, focusing on what do I want more of? And a few years ago, I maybe subconsciously (laughs) or consciously was just looking for people to connect with, but specifically people that were very open, that really wanted to learn, wanted to grow, um, wanted to try new things, test their limits in obviously a very safe way. And I ended up stumbling upon a group. I, I found a woman on Instagram randomly, and she's a coach, and she lives in Costa Rica, and she was doing Zoom calls. And I popped in, I joined one of the Zoom calls and I really loved what they were talking about. And from that, I started participating more regularly. And it was actually like a year and a half ago that I went to Costa Rica for the first time and participated in a retreat. And it was amazing. And now I went back again for the second time. And it was also amazing, but different. And I would say different in a good way. But I think it it reminded me of when we try to replicate like our first experiences 
it's never the same. Um, yeah, no. And and we do that all the time. It's like we want that first experience all over again. And why don't we why don't we learn? <laughs> I do not know. That could be an entire season of this podcast. Yes. Can I ask a couple of questions before we dive deep into the re- retreat? Yeah, of course. So you said that you were just kind of looking for people to connect with and you stumbled upon this lady on Instagram. So I suppose I have two questions. Mm-hmm. First, just the idea of like connecting with people and making friends as an adult. That's a huge topic in my life right now. Yeah. Um, really not a question, just maybe putting a pin in that for future episodes. And secondly, when I imagine a lot of people listening would think like, ooh, Costa Rica retreat. Like, I want that. Was it really as simple as you on Instagram and, okay, now on a Zoom call and then all of a sudden in Costa Rica? Yeah, well, it wasn't that simple. Um, but I do think I am the type of person, I, I'm not really afraid to try new things. And if anything... I'm afraid of being stuck in my comfort zone because I realize that our comfort zone oftentimes becomes a prison. We are afraid to leave it and we're not even aware of it. We're so comfortable and it's so safe and cozy that we become prisoners to our own comfort zone. So I noticed that. We never learn. (laughs) We never learn. I know, but that's why we have to get out and and just try new things. To me, no experience is a bad experience because you always learn from it. And there's always good. There's that's why I, I like to think there's no such thing as like a bad day or a good day, because there's good and bad moments every day. It just depends on, you know, maybe what outweighs the other and what we focus on more. But there's always something that you can learn from it, even if you decide you don't ever want to do it again it still was a worthwhile experience. So, but I I had a good feeling about the Costa Rica trip and I figured it was, it was time to try something new. And it was uh, the topics that we were all talking about in this group were things that I was really interested in learning more about. And I just connected a lot with Lindsay is the name of the woman who once, who runs the retreats, the way she explains things. um, Just, I just connected with that. It's like a teacher, you know, any person Mm -hmm. that we really like the way they explain things, it just makes sense to us. And she also served to me as a bit of an inspiration, not just what she said, but who she is. And I think when we see things in other people, especially things that inspire us, they are things that also exist in ourselves, but we just need to light a little fire under them. And, and I think that's also good for anybody who's listening. If there's something that you see in somebody else and you're like, oh, that's so cool. That's in you too. Otherwise you wouldn't even recognize it, but yeah. it's just a little part of you that just needs a little extra attention. And, and when we can see it in other people, it inspires us to bring that out more in ourselves. So I really connected with her. Um, the first can I, retreat. Mm-hmm. Can I just yeah. 
put a pause on that for a second. Sure. <laughs> for everyone listening, that's probably the selfish, like, main reason that I'm doing this podcast is because, Jackie, you are such a source of inspiration for me. Oh, <laughs> like I've been quite sick the past few weeks. And I was thinking like, uh, today's a bad day amongst a series of bad days. Mm. And just the way you approach life is super positive and inspiring. Well, thank you, Foster. I appreciate that so much. But that also shows that's in you too. Sometimes we, like if we don't consciously make these little perspective shifts. Yeah. The subconscious runs the ship and we, we, we do things automatically. Yeah. 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 Can I just for myself and the listeners to mm-hmm. clarification questions? Yes. Um, I'm really interested in what you said about the person that runs the event. Mm-hmm. You said you were really kind of attracted or inspired by the way she explains things, which that's fascinating in and of itself. And also not only the way she explains things, but who she is as a person. Yes. Do you feel comfortable diving a little deeper into that? Yeah. And and I think it's also important because sometimes people can say all the words that we want to hear, but they themselves are not in coherence with those words. So I do think example is always more powerful than, yeah. than what people say. Um, that was for ex- kind of the purpose of my question is yes. like 2023. We have all the answers to, to like right. any question that we have, but I think hearing it from the right voice and the right person at the right time is mm-hmm. kind of the critical like secret sauce. Yes. And, and I think we can tell if that's coming like from a truthful place in that person, or if they're just trying to convince you that they're a certain way, but they really aren't. Um, And I think when people are very real and vulnerable and honest, not just about how amazing they are, but their own struggles too, to me, that that wins me over because it's relatable. Someone who's perfect and <laughs> never struggles and every day is an amazing day. I can't relate to that. Like, I don't know how to relate to that. But with her, so she's a mother of four kids. Wow. And she moved her family from Canada to Costa Rica. She also got divorced, um, which, you know, that's not something I... <laughs> I don't want to follow that advice, but <laughs> yeah, the way honestly, you said that I, was like, yeah. she also got divorced. Like I'm going to get divorced. No, <laughs> I'm not getting divorced, <laughs> but I guess what I saw in her is that there is a way to do everything differently. There's a way to be a mom differently. And like, she's super active. She's a surfer and she's always uh, like, playing actively with her kids and just diving into the ocean and just living life to the fullest. And she loves nature and hiking and just this ball of energy. And at first I, I, I was like, Oh, 
I, I could be more that way. I don't have to be the mom that's just like sitting and taking pictures or sitting at the park watching them. Like, what if I just played more with them? And I truly started doing that more. And it's, it's a lot more fun. (laughs) I just didn't give myself permission really to do all those things. Or I just thought, oh, now that I'm a mom, for whatever reason, it was just my own limiting beliefs. I didn't, I just didn't think I should be doing all that stuff. And even her, her decision to move to another country with her family and her decision to get divorced, um, society, people, family, things that people would judge as being wrong or bad or selfish or whatever it is. Uh, she did all of this in a way that was so loving and so respectful and so non damaging and non traumatizing that it, to me, it's just the proof that we can really decide what we want to do. We can really co-create any situation. And sometimes we just are told and we believe that something is bad or hard, or this is a sacrifice or even marriage relationships. Sometimes I think, Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. Well, what if, what if we said, no, it's fun and easy. And, and we just tried to make it less hard and more fun and more easy. Um, so she just embodies that in like every single aspect of her life. And that to me was something like, I want more people like that, that are interested in co-creating what they want rather than sitting and complaining about what they don't want and giving their limiting beliefs endless power. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredibly beautiful. And I really love what you said about the aspect of play. Yeah. Like if I think about the different categories of my life, which ones am I kind of, do I have a big deficit? The play category has definitely gone downhill in the past few years. And I love the question of just asking yourself, what if this was easy or fun? Because at least for me personally, like the past few weeks being kind of sick, mm-hmm. it's like, God, everything is so hard. Like, I oh, know. I have to do laundry to, oh my God. <laughs> and yes, it could yes. be a fun process if I just let it be. Yeah. And it's okay. I mean, we all have our moments of feeling down. And I think it's really important to feel that. Allow yourself to feel down, to feel sad, to feel anger. You have to give yourself permission to feel all the feelings. Like one thing that Lindsay says, says all the feelings are welcome at the table. Like they can all be heard, but we just have to be careful about who we let control the situation. So if you're feeling fearful or if you're sad or angry, feel it, listen to that. Like maybe it's trying to tell you something, but, but don't let it take control of you. And a lot of times, if you just listen to it, feel it, let it go, you say, okay, I gotcha. Don't worry. (laughs) We'll be okay. Yeah. My meditation teacher, that makes it sound fancier. Like the guy that I listen to on the app, 
<laughs> always says like okay you'll have these intrusive thoughts and feelings and just say okay welcome to the party right like come on anger yeah. or aggression or whatever it is i love that yeah. yeah you don't have to like lock them out kick them out throw them out the door let them in let them yeah. in give them a hug <laughs> <laughs> Let them feel welcome. You are welcome here. I love you and I listen to you and I respect you, but I am still in charge. <laughs> so can you take me to the retreat? Mm-hmm. So you were on one hand, the organizer is really inspiring. Sounds like a beautiful person. But you also talked about this idea of co-creation which I'm really interested in. Yes. Because on one hand, it sounds like you're talking about like taking ownership of your life, like, but also there's this collaboration and other people are involved. Yes. And you said you were really attracted to like the topics that, or the themes discussed at the retreat. So if you're open to that, I'd love to hear more. So to me, the idea of co-creation is that we we co-create. So we're not the creators, the sole creators. There's other people. There's, you know, God, if you believe in that or the universe, there's other things that happen in our lives. And together we co-create our reality, what happens. And like the the underlying theme in season one, a lot of it is a reflection of our inner world. So you can get all these amazing things on the outside, but if you don't do the work on the inside, you tend to deal with imposter syndrome or it doesn't stick because it doesn't match with how you feel about yourself. And, and there's yeah. that disconnect there. So, and I like the idea of co-creating because to me, it's just a very empowering situation rather than, you know, like life happens to me. I'm just here receiving it helplessly. When you think like, no, I can, I can actually decide how I want to react to this or what I want to do. And then just take little baby steps to get there. And, and once you become more comfortable doing that, it's really exciting because then you begin to see like the magic unfold. And to me, that is really what um, manifestation and the law of attraction. I think a lot of movies and, (laughs) and even some books, they act like, Oh, just put it on your vision board and it'll appear for you. I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way. It really, you become that. Like if you want something in your life, you, become the person that ends up having that thing in your life. Otherwise it won't happen. So, you know, for example, with like learning a language, you could, many people say, Oh, I want to learn English fluently. Awesome. That's great. You know what you want, but just sticking that on your vision board is not going to make it happen for you. You need to become a person. So what does a person do? Well, a person studies, a person listens to podcasts in English like this one, watches TV, talks with other people. Uh, And if you just ask yourself these questions like, who is this person and what can I do every day 
to become that person, you eventually become that person and you get those results. Yeah. I think it is important to just, there's a delicate balance between like the power of positive thinking and those things are very real. And then going on the deep end of like the secret and just like whatever you wish for comes true. I'm not advocating for that. Right. It's, yeah. it's a slippery slope because sometimes <laughs> it actually is the opposite because it's like, oh, I want this thing outside of myself. To me, it's almost like a lack mindset. Like I don't yeah. have it. It's a far away. It's mindset. outside of me. Yeah. yeah. It's far away from me rather than, you know, becoming the person that might have those things. And I guess for me with this last retreat, and it was, it was different for me. Also, one of my closest friends, she passed away after battling cancer for like four and a half years. Yeah, and I I'm found so out about it. That. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I guess I came to the realization there's some things we cannot understand. Yeah. I just don't understand. However, there was a period of time where I felt guilt, like why her and not me? Why does, you know, I felt anger. Why does this happen? You feel sad. Like you have to allow yourself to feel all those things. But now I'm at the point where I know, um, I know she's in peace and I know the, the mark that she left on me and the world and just who she was as a person is something that I want to, to carry on. And, and she was just so present. Like she took pictures of everything before we had phones you know, with cameras and she would just eat slowly and she would decorate her room and pick out her outfits and have her hair perfect. You know, all the things that I wasn't really. She was mindful before that was cool. Yes. yes. <laughs> She's, she really was. And I just want to remember that and be, be more of that um, because that's just an amazing way to be. But I do think my, my headspace was a little bit off during this mm -hmm. past retreat because um, I was just kind of trying to figure out stuff with that. Yeah. But the big download or the big lesson that I got is, is basically about how to be a transformational leader, how to be a transformational parent, teacher, friend. And the bottom line is basically showing people the light, the talent, the abilities, the potential that they have in themselves, first of all, by seeing it in them and then helping them see it in themselves. And wow. in companies, like it's not done this way. And I, I look back to when we first started our business and I remember I had this mentor, this guy, he was a CEO of one of the companies that I was teaching English at. Mm -hmm. He was, he was my inspiration because I didn't know what I was doing. I was young and new and I had this business and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm doing everything wrong. So we seek out inspiration. <laughs> Who looks like they know what they're doing? Okay. <laughs> Try to learn from this person. Um, but he was that. He saw potential in the interns and his employees and he was approachable and he gave them projects that they maybe didn't think they were ready for. And he supported them and lifted them and, and really helped them get to where uh, 
they themselves didn't think they could go. Yeah. And as a parent, I want to do this. And as a teacher, I want to do this. And as a wife and a friend, like I want to lift people, um, get them out of there. <laughs> wow. They're limiting thought. <laughs> so it's so inspiring. I, when I was reading through our podcast notes for the show, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about, you said like the main download. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, what does that mean? Yeah. So is that kind of your main takeaway from the trip? The main takeaway. And I like, I like the word been download. downloaded into your nervous yeah. system. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's like things that just kind of, you hear or that maybe you've always thought about, but you didn't quite understand. It just finally, it's like a message that hits you across the face. Yeah, like, oh, this is the message there it for is. you. Yeah. 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 Wow. So this idea of transformation, the way I'm thinking about it now, it's almost, it's quite abstract to me, mm-hmm. but I can see that there are definitely two disparate parts like the listening and seeing like the potential in others and then the actual transformation, like somehow instigating or activating the ability for them to transform. Yeah. How do you, how do you do that? What's well, <laughs> give me the, I, give me the I goods, Jackie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know quite yet, but I do think when we are with people, who, who see in us things that we may not see in ourselves. You can, you can feel that. You can see how someone, how someone feels about you, you know, even if they don't say anything. And that affects you in a way. You're either going to meet their expectations, like this person thinks I can do nothing, or you're going to meet their expectations, like this person thinks I'm amazing. Like, wow. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I am amazing. I just haven't realized that yet. And I wonder what it is that they see in me. And it's not anything quick and easy. I like to say it's always two steps forward, one step back. But as long as we're still making a little bit of progress. But I know even for me in my personal relationship, my husband always saw things in me that I never saw in myself. He always believed in me more than I believed in myself. And I, he would say things and be like, okay, yeah, thanks. Okay. I appreciate it. But it, I couldn't quite accept it. I was grateful for it. But now I'm at the point, I'm like, wow, thank you. And thank you for seeing that in me. And I do think that helped me get, you know, out of my own <laughs> little mm-hmm. hole of limiting beliefs uh, to see that I am capable of doing more oh my than I thought. That is so apropos in my life right yeah. now. Like I was just talking to Alexia and my therapist yesterday about my inability to like take compliments. Yes. It's really hard. I think that's kind of a superpower. Um, but yeah. also such an important thing in friends and partners. Right. It's for them to see things where they can lift you up. And I think it's hard to take compliments when you don't believe those compliments yourself. Yeah. Like if someone says, oh, you're the best golfer, you could say, yeah, I'm pretty good at golf. Thanks. That's something you might be able to believe. But 
if they something that you're if they say something that you're still a little bit insecure about, it's hard to feel like thank you. <laughs> it's like thanks, but I'm not really accepting it. And and I do think a way to do that is also like on your own inner work. Some you're probably very hard on yourself, and I'm also very hard on myself. Like yes. we are our worst critics. A hundred percent. My inner dialogue is just like a maniac screaming at this nice young boy. <laughs> I know. Well, it's good. Okay, good. You are aware of that. <laughs> and second is, is flipping that around. It's just really focusing on, on how far you've come. Like, look at all that I've done. You know, just the things that you're proud of rather than your quote unquote failures or insecurities, just really like redirecting those thoughts to like, look at how far I've come and look at the work that I'm doing. Because oftentimes we compare ourselves to where we think we should be or what we think we should be doing. And all that does is make us feel like garbage. But if you just focus on, on what you've done and, and just feel really, really proud of that, Little by little, you'll you'll begin to really like who you are and and ideally love who you are. And when you love who you are, not in an egotistical way, like I'm the best, <laughs> but I love all parts of me, everything, even the shameful parts, even the parts that annoy me and that get triggered. It's just it's all that beautiful mess. <laughs> and and you just begin to accept it and you love it. And it makes you love all that and other people too. Because yeah. we're all in it's the contagious. same situation. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackie, I feel like most people listening will hear you and say, I want that. I want self-love and to be a transformative leader and all of this. I want it. Me personally. Um. But for people listening that probably are not going to get on a plane and go to a Costa Rican retreat, what's, what are maybe some small, small steps that you would recommend? little homework if you have some. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, you don't have to go on any retreat. You don't have to do anything. I, I think... For me, it was just a bit of an adventure. And what I got out of the retreat was completely different than what every other person got out of the retreat. Because we all come in there with our own stories and narratives. And I can guarantee what I'm saying now, not none of the other people on the retreat will have the same experience. Yeah. Which is cool. It and maybe be just to like destigmatize the word retreat. Yeah. <laughs> because I've also gone on several retreats recently and everyone thinks it's like, like what is Foster doing in the jungle? Like meditating or it's just like a vacation with like-minded people. Right. It's a time to just disconnect from your distractions, connect with nature, um, just learn as much as you can connect with other people and just sit with yourself, you know? And I think nowadays we all need some time 
by ourselves to just reflect and think about what we're doing in our lives and what we want more of, what we want less of. Um, And sometimes it's good to get out of our home environment to do that, but you can do it anywhere. So would it, would a good kind of beginning homework assignment be, I'm thinking for myself, Mm -hmm. probably get out of the house and maybe go on a walk in nature and take some time with myself, maybe write a list of things I want more of in my life, want less of. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Yes. Specifically what you want more of. I would not even do the list of less because I think just having that word, like I want less chocolate or whatever. It's just like that word I think just sticks in our brain. Focus and what you want more of and also focus on what you're proud of. Like really go back and and nurture that part of yourself that you've been like really hard on for so long. Um, that's the work that I've done. And it's not easy. It's definitely not. It, it's so much easier to do it for other people, but we need to do it with ourselves too. say, you know, I'm really proud of you. You, you didn't give up. You've come a long way. Look at all the progress you've made. Give yourself But, you know, a pat on the back for all the different things and just try to remember all the stuff you've done that was difficult or, or hard and just be proud of yourself for that. And I think it's a a two-way street as well. Like the more that you are proud of others, you'll also be proud of yourself, vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, Jackie. Thank you. Anything else? Uh, No, I love this. I love this chat. You always (laughs) ask the best questions and I appreciate how like vulnerable you are because that's what makes it so easy to talk about. And, and I am not even close to being done on this journey. (laughs) I know I have a long, long way to go. And that's, what's exciting you know, yeah. we can see the progress we've made and we know that there's so much more progress to be made in the future. And how beautiful yeah. is that? The starting point of this podcast, you specifically, after I interviewed you on our podcast, you reached out and said, like, you asked such good questions. I really enjoyed our conversation. And I remember that conversation Immediately after thinking, ugh, I did a terrible job. <laughs> like, I'm terrible at asking questions. I didn't prepare. So a perfect so example wrong. of you seeing something in me that I couldn't see myself. Exactly. And I think it's good to just be aware of that negativity bias. And that's a perfect <laughs> example of do not believe your thoughts. Don't believe them. Because Ooh. especially the negative yeah. ones. They're lying to you. They're trying to keep you stuck. (laughs) We will keep that for another episode. Yes. Yes. She's on our list. So thank you, Jackie. You do ask great questions, Foster. Definitely. Thank you. I'll try to take the compliment. (laughs) Cool. I'm happy to be recording again and look forward to speaking in the next episode. All right. Sounds good. See ya.
We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to read the transcript with the highlights and the follow-up questions, just go to our website, improveyourenglishimproveyourlife.com. Also, if you like this podcast, please give us a five-star rating, write a review, and share it with your friends. These simple things mean a lot to us. Thanks again for being here on this journey to improve your English and improve your life. And we'll see you in the next episode.